0: To a, to a kid that almost didn't graduate from high school, to a kid that didn't, didn't graduate from any college, that hardly ever read a book, to own a Starbucks.
1: Hey guys, and welcome to our podcast, People Bring Profits. We are three small business owners and leaders of our company here at Aspire to Be Hospitality. And we just wanna provide you with our opinions And our insights on all things small business.
0: I want to throw exclusion in there. It is our opinion. Yes. So if you agree or don't agree, we don't really care. It's our opinion, right? (laughs) Yes. And we'll throw that disclaimer out there because we we think we know what we're talking about. So we hope we can help. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But before we get this thing kicked off, please go and hit that subscribe button. That's so important for our podcast, and it will put you – put us, rather, up in your feed for when you go on YouTube or whatever, you can see it, uh, and be subscribed to our podcast and and know when we have the next episode coming out.
0: It makes me feel good, too, every time Justin gives me a report that, hey, we gained 72 subscribers yesterday. Like, wow, that's cool. That's like giving 72 guests in my restaurant. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you'll be able to join us as we discuss – trends in our industry and share our small, our nuggets rather, with all small business owners that are out there and right. just kind of give you our perspective and, and our, our insight pin on things,
0: on what's happening in the world yeah. and how we got where we got.
1: Yeah, in yep. our industry and beyond. That's so right. I'm pretty excited and pumped up about today's episode. You know, we... I'm sure you are. We got to um, kind of give a bio of who Chris Alexa was in our first season and now Justin and I are, are taxed with really getting to um, pick your brain yeah. and do a deep dive into a Q&A for yeah. yourself. And so we prepared a couple of questions. Thanks to our
0: producers, they came up with this idea, right? They said, hey, let's get a little deeper dive into that. I mean, our past podcast in season one was a deep, bio of us, right? Like yeah. our past, you really got into our childhood and your Burger King action. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now I guess today is going to be a little bit like questioning. I want to get in your mind. Yeah, I get in my mind. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's kind of scary in there sometimes, As yeah, <laughs> fast as it rolls.
1: What we've learned is that people are really interested in how you, <laughs> we took or you took yourself from a high school graduate to residing over a company that does over 30 million dollars in sales like so like that's you said super high cool. school
0: graduate because it was it was close yeah it well, was very
1: close third tri- three times I've tried, <laughs> but you made
0: it <laughs> i could laugh at myself guys so yeah. but no I, i'm excited about today and yeah. and, and what return we're going to be able to do this back for y'all too because they, they had a great idea let's go dive in next one will be justin or you we'll be able to ask you questions too so um i'm all for it yeah. So let's, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I see a bunch of lists over there. I see a computer over there. I'm kind of nervous. We're ready to go. I kind of yeah. like to fire at the hip a little bit, too. So I, I, I want to say I'm sorry if I say something uh, I shouldn't say or what. I don't know. But let's just go.
1: Yeah. And so I want to kind of, Justin, kind of ask two questions in the beginning right off, and then I'll turn okay. it over to you but because yeah. they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. But um, so, Chris, you've achieved remarkable success in the franchise world and despite having little to no formal education how do you believe your practical experiences has complemented or even surpassed traditional academic learning in this business world
0: yeah so uh for somebody that barely graduated high school I could pick on myself about that and I have fun with it and that tried college no pictures in the books right and, yeah. and I want to throw this disclaimer out there too guys uh college is is, is really needed you know I do struggle Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, if it went for um, you know, Chat, gr- chat GPT. GPT grammar correct, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spell correct, I'd have a lot of troubles. And luckily, my ten year olds have always helped me type my emails and spell my words for me. Yes, um and, and I make fun of myself, and that's fine. I, I love it. Um, and the college wasn't there for me financially, or you know, just just couldn't make it happen. There was no pictures in a book, so uh, I, I don't throw this disclaimer out there. If you can go to college, go. Because I fight with my kids all the time. Well, you didn't go to college, right? And uh, and I was, yes. yeah, Mom did, but I didn't, and it's it's hard. But, no, I, but also, too, on the other side, guys, it can't go. Don't let it hold you back. You know, I didn't. I used it. And I, I, we say this, Kim, all the time that, you know, when I when I went to high school and I saw my name on the board in, in the principal's office and it was on the dropout list. And, you know, at that point I knew society was dictating who I was, and I, that was a, you know, fire in my belly. That was jet rocket fuel for me. And that that was mm-hmm. the mindset really at that point, like, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. So I think in, in, the, in the aspects of that, I didn't, I didn't need the college education because I had the fire in my belly. And at that point, I really paid attention to what people were doing as leaders and watching how did they become successful and what they're doing in the business. And that's why we got in the franchise business, right? Because yeah. it was a little simplified for us. You know, it, 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 you call it all the time. It gave us the playbook. We just had to follow it and just run a good operations and good financials and that. But on the side of me just building who I was is I was blessed to have you behind me, pushing me. You know, it, and and you knew my potential, but you kept pushing me. So everybody needs mm-hmm. that positive influencer behind them, and helping you. And 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 thank you so much, not only being my beautiful wife, but my my motivation and, and kind of pushing me along. My little boat, my little, what do you call it? My little motor behind my boat. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. But you know, I think watching people do that and just watching successful people and paying attention who's successful and why they're successful, I always watch how they dressed, how they talked, how they handled their employees, my upper leaderships, or people that were above me, that were leaders above me, I would take the goods and bads and see how they, you know, talked to their employees and how they dealt with their employees and how they dealt with problems and issues that arise that rose up in the business. And I thought, oh, I would never handle it that way. And that's when I started kind of taking a mentally check note. Like, if I was the boss, this is how I would do it. Yeah. If I was the boss, I would not do it that way or I would do it that way. And, and I think I started really doing it. And, Kim, I'll say this, too, and Justin, I, I continue to do that. At yeah. this point, I continue just because I, I haven't made it. Mm-hmm. Right. I haven't made it in life. People ask me, do you feel successful? I'm not going to be successful until I'm at those golden gates, right? And He lets me in. Yeah. That's when it's like, that's boom, my- I made it. Yeah. <laughs> I that's made it. Thank you, Lord. Uh, I've lived a great life. I've had fun. I hope I've ch- touched some people in my life, but that's when I made it. So as I continue to evolve as a, better, as a husband, as a father, as a business leader, uh, I just want to continue to be better at it. Um, and continue to grow and watch leaders. And, man, I'll tell you this. I watch leaders, too, in the bad, too. Like, man, I cannot believe they act that way. Mm-hmm. Or I cannot believe they talk that way or, or dress that way or, you know, live a social life that way, kind of, you know. Uh, now they gr- live a great business life because they're successful, but I was like, oh, I wouldn't want to work for him. So I, I I learned from people that just kind of continue to watch, Kim.
1: Yeah. So I, I hear what I hear you're saying is despite your um, – Lack of yep. formal education, you really learn from modeling and visually visualizing what others in the business have done.
0: Yeah, like hands-on kind of paying attention. On. It's like a lot of people, and I said this a long time ago, Kim, and or I said this the other day too. It's like I met I once met a man that read a hundred business books, but never earned uh, or never owned one. Right. So that that meaning is really just because you read the book doesn't mean you're great at it. Which you're really Mm -hmm. great at is, I mean, it's like, you know, working at it, learning from it, continue to learn from it. So, yeah, watching leaders and just watching everybody in in life and just trying to trying to keep sharpening my pencil.
1: But do you think you would have been further along if you would have had that? Me, Business degree or?
0: Me, probably not. Probably not. No, because I'm not built that way. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought it would, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm just not built that way. Um, You know, I feel like some people could. 100 um, percent. And there's some great, successful people, with great education, great colleges out there that offer great edu- business education and things. But me, I, I don't think I would ever be that way because I'm, I'm just you know me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm the one that w- wants to be more hands on. I, I, I've, I've never really read a book f- from front to back. yeah. And, and I don't and I, that's not great. And it's not bad either to me because I don't need that. I don't want that. I don't desire that. I desire to work hard and, and and wear my hands out, wear my brain out, and just wear everything out at the end of the day and, and, and just prove to myself that I can do it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, it worked for you. It did. 100%. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah you're you know? welcome. Justin, all right you're up.
2: <coughs> i'm up so i'm thinking about like the the diary of ceo chris alexa i told you i never
0: kept a book so you're going to ask me if i kept a diary. I there's, there's a couple <laughs> there's a couple chapters that we need
2: to talk about okay here. definitely uh two-time cancer survivor mm. right and i've had the opportunity to watch you through the the second version we've obviously shared a lot of discussion on it but really Just the way that you led through what's something that I can't relate to. I've I've had loss due to cancer um, in my family, but obviously never dealt with it myself. Um, But just as someone who's worked with you professionally, I got to see how strong of a leader you are. And you also had to deal with that on a personal level. Mm. Talk to us just about the impact that had on you, your family and the business.
0: Um, yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go back. First off, I want to say something that, that there, everybody has their own, own own storms, right? And I have some great friends of mine that are dealing with that right now, and I'm uh, not going to mention any names out there, but you're in our pr- our prayers, right? And, and cancer is, man, it's, it's, it's such a bad word. I, I hate it. I pray every night that they find a cure for that for people. In my walk, Justin, um, you know, when the day I found out over 16 years ago that I had cancer— I mean, I I was young and I felt young and I was building my company, building my life. I had three great kids and just life was great at that time for us. And it was just all our all our goals and our our vision was coming true. And then that happened. And, you know, I remember the day that I found out that I had follicular lymphoma. And, uh, you know, I don't even want to talk about the stage, but it was above and below the diaphragm. I had it all over. And I knew that the walk I was going to have to about to go through, and it scared the crap out of me. Because when you hear you had cancer, Mm -hmm. certain stages, levels, whatever, you think you're dying. You think you're dead. I mean, there was one point I was playing in my music, like, Kim, can you play this, you know, this (laughs) Christmas song, you know. And and there was, but I I remember coming home and handing Kim uh, Clara at our age, at that age. And she was a little baby at the time, a young one, and you were crying. Because the doctor had called you and I just handed you and I drove away. Because, you know, first all, you don't want to ever see your wife, your family see so you have that moment because you've got to be strong and tough. And I went to my church and, and that's where I felt refuge. I felt God called me there. I don't want to get emotional, but I felt like He called me there. And I sat there, man, I beat on my steering wheel, pa, pa, pa. And that's where, that's where, that was just another storm that built me because I went to that herd mentality again. Like, hey, I'm a father, I'm a husband. And to a young family, and, and me and Kim were building this, and I knew Kim was scared, and I had to be strong for those, because those my kids looked at me like, "Uh oh," you know, they didn't want to lose their dad. So I knew at that point I had to fake it out, and I did. I faked it out, and in uh, a good, been a good point. I mean, I, I and I faked myself out. Like, hey, I'm not gonna be that, you know, skinny little pasty white ball headed guy. I made myself eat. I made myself get up. I continued life, and I knew the only way I can get through it is living life normal. And I remember yeah. I told Kim every day, come home. Don't treat me any normal. i mean, any different. Yeah. Treat me normal. Don't mm-hmm. let's let's let not the kids, let's not just fake them out. And dad has cancer, but he's dealing with it. It's fine. And there were some tough times that me and Kim had. I mean, there were some there were some moments that we went through some pains that I didn't ever expect through the chemo and through the aftershocks of that, but we kind of faked everybody out and but I still coached, I still lived life, I still went out on did eat dinner with Kim, we still did events. I mean, we did everything that we had to keep life normal. And, and I think that's that's one of the big things in business. I just said, hey, I got to get up and go to work. There's a lot of people counting on me, and I have to be here. And then the second times of cancer, uh, you know, I could go so deep into this. The second time with the bladder issue, same thing happened, you know, shocked and awe, I remember. And, but the day when I woke up from that table, and, and I didn't think I was going to have bladder cancer, but Kim was sitting right beside me, and I woke up, and she's, you know, eyes watered, tearing. And yeah.
1: She had to life. be told
0: by herself that it was a cancer. It was a tumor. And
1: oh, I had to tell you. Yeah, tell
0: me. The doctor came to her while yeah. I was sleeping and said, hey, uh, it, was, it was bladder cancer. We removed a tumor. And, she, and, and immediately um, I knew that, oh, God, here we go again. But then again, I said, oh, God, I know there's a plan. And there's something good going to come about this. But <laughs> I remember I was rolling up my, what did I have Kim, you had a cam? A catheter. A catheter. Yeah. And I was like, I got to go, lady. The nurse, I got to go. She said, What is it? It's my my daughter's high school first football game. It was the first football of the season. And we drove to uh, the high school that we're playing, Hampshire Now I had to walk a mall, mall across this rice paddy to get yeah. their muddy. And I had this catheter bag on. It's Keith, shout out to my son, uh, one of them who plays jokes all the time, kept saying a pee bag yeah Uh, dad you look funny you got a pee bag (laughs) and uh but i went to life normal and i wanted my daughter to know that i was there she didn't know at the time i don't think that it was bladder cancer but we went back to normal in in the company justin i mean if i would have came i'm gonna go stay home and cry and be the company would maybe not fell apart but it would have been kind of unstable and and that was the part of it so sum it up yeah into the storm brother I yeah. mean, We heard it up and y'all heard it up with me. I mean, I had the support of y'all coming in my office. Patrick, hey man, Col- hey man, hey, Chris, we'll be there for you. If you ever need something, let me know. And, but we didn't I don't like talk about it much. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to kind of keep it under wraps. Everybody knowing I'm keeping it secret. And I made some speeches on the on the calls and say hey, I'm good. I'm gonna be fine, strong, let's go. Mm-hmm. I need y'all's help. And at that time I even think I said, Y'all put me in the middle. Put me in the middle of the herd. Yeah. Y'all surround yeah. me and let's lead this pack and y'all can It was do it. a big moment. It, yes, was. it was a great moment for us. Yep. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Two times. Thank you for sharing. Do I get a
0: badge for that? Uh, You should. I should get like a frequent flyer card or something, like something.
1: Yeah, you you definitely should. Free pass
0: at Disney World, like Fast Pass or something.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So as we're speaking on or about your health, um, I'm just curious, and and I'm sure the listeners are out there curious, because we have such high demands being small business owners. Do we? And, um, you know, you being the CEO of the company – how do you um, how do you go about your day every day, assuring that you you take care of yourself first yeah. before you take care of the demands of this company? And you, I see you every day going out to the gym, mm-hmm. and you do that. I mean, you set it in your mind, and that's what you're doing every day. And and despite that, your chair may need your behind in it <laughs> and we need your behind in it <laughs> i can see where this is going yeah.
0: me and kim have this conversation a lot
1: how do you do it yeah because I mean like you how struggle with that turn it on? oh I, i'm this I'm is gonna, my pitfall
0: i'm gonna turn this question on you back oh, gonna when turn this, this so me. yeah I, I get where you're coming from kim and yeah um it, it goes back to the buckets thing right how do you become a successful CEO, uh, own business owner, father, all that? And I feel like there's a bucket system. And, you know, the, I've said this before in my past podcasts that you have your spiritual, your family, your wife, your business, and your personal. And you need to put a drop in every bucket if possible every day. If I come to work and do not listen to any Christian music, I'm not having a good day. But if I, this morning I drove here and I jammed from Starbucks all the way here. And I was singing, people pass me up laughing probably. Look at this guy. And I'm singing with my hands in the air. It just, it fills me up, man. Yeah. And when I come into just, and, and we stay so busy as as a as a couple. Yeah. And I just have to come tell you I love you or kiss you. Like I said, I never leave this office without telling you I love you, kiss you bye, because you never know when, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the workout thing, Kim, I go back to this. You know, remember when we dated, I mean, my daughter calls me the, um, what did she call me? like the, the the baby the oh, b- adult baby an adult baby because I used to be big she guys so I'll show like you a picture now. I was used to be like 265 yeah and, and I was. played high school football but I, I got unhealthy after that and then I got healthy and tried to get healthy as we built this company and you were always kind of healthy and um, but remember my cancer walk when I found out I had cancer I was devastated when I found out what I had to go through and they told me not mm-hmm. if it's not if it's when. They told me it's going to come back with a vengeance after two years. It's just known to come back. But then my main doctor coming out, he retired. Dr. McLaughlin loved him because he kind of grabbed me and said, wait a minute, you're in good shape. He said, your body's going to respond really good to this treatment because mm-hmm. you're in good shape, he said. And that's what chemo is. That's what chemo does. It responds. Some people don't respond well to it and they have to quit it. They have to cancel it and start yeah. over a different kind. And he said, but we're going to give you a really strong – you already studied that kind of chemo. I remember you were ready. You're like, no, we oh need yeah. this one, and you, that's the one we wanted, and that's the one we got. And um, he said, you're such in good shape, and that's setting my mind. Gotcha. It's like going to war. Mm-hmm. If your military's not practiced every day and it's time for war and you're out of shape, you ain't going to win. You know, you got to keep yourself sharp. <laughs> and I feel like if you keep your mind sharp, your body will stay sharp. Vice versa, if you keep your body in shape. It'll help keep your mind positive because you, you feel good, you look good, yeah. you know, vice versa. And I feel like that's important, but it is hard. I mean, today I, I, I couldn't go work out today because we had some issues here at the office that I need to be here and just because you had some stuff you need to handle, too. And you were taking you had to leave and you said, hey, make sure this happens. Mm-hmm. And, and there's days that you can't do that, but you got to try to make up. for it. So I try to eat healthy, for <laughs> eat healthier for lunch. But I think it's important that you take some time for yourself because actually when I go and I drive and I'm listening to my music or I'm working out, I feel like motivated to come back and tackle things. So, yeah, you can't go leave your office, can't leave your business, can't leave your house for that many hours, just go be per- to take it to be selfish, but you can take 30, 45 minutes to yourself an hour um, for yourself. I think it's important. And I could see a difference like in you when you take that time to work yeah. out, but you are so headstrong with your business because you are so focused in it, it's hard for you, and it's hard for me sometimes too. But I do feel guilty. But then at the end of the day, I know that I want to be here for a long, long time. Yeah. I want to grow old with you. I want to watch my kids. All this hard work we put in this business—it's important that we we're here at the end of it. You know, yeah. so I think
1: that's important because the guilt trip does play a, a a big part in all of our lives. I mean, we. Even I'm sure in your life, Justin. The personal uh, bucket's the hardest. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just what we do, but we're so driven by small business and the success what goes of on it, and to drive. And, but yeah. you got to
0: understand, we're a partner of a thousand employees, right? Yeah. And we're responsible of them, and it's a guilt trip to, for you not to. Like, I can't leave this business, and it's a guilt trip when I do go. Like, yeah. ah, should I be there? But I got to do this. You know. Yeah. So interesting. Interesting.
2: All right, I got a good one for Uh you. It's it's an election year news media, the the whole nine. It just it's all over the place. And last week, I saw who I used to watch on Fox News, uh, Tucker Carlson, interview Vladimir Putin, right, Uh, the dictator of Russia or whatever his name is. Um, what does that mean as a business owner? How do you – do you watch that? Do
0: you process it? Do you think about it? Man. What does that mean? Man, I was blown away with that, yeah. right? And I was excited about that. And, and as a business owner, Very Justin – Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've always – and, and I, he took a lot of flack for that. Yeah. I mean, from, from Hillary Clinton dogging him to idiot, whatever she was using those words, how nice is a politician calling somebody an idiot? I mean, you should be, you should be held to the highest standards. Um, but, you know, I, I, I was shocked with that because, man – I want to know what's in his brain, you know, I, and, and that's one thing in the past yeah. administration. They 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 made jokes about, you know, Trump going over there and seeing Rocket Man. I mean, go see Rocket Man. I want to know what he's thinking. You yeah. know, make friends with him. I mean, yeah, you're not going to invite him to Christmas, but you still have to have a, a relationship or an insight to what's going on, especially when it's national security. You know, and, 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 and it, you know, you got these big powerhouse country, China, all these people, yeah, I want to know what they're thinking and I, let's work a deal. Let's work a business deal. And I look at it like this too. On the business side, I would love to know what my competitors are doing. Absolutely, yeah. I want to know. I would love to have some little, like, "Hey, what's going on over there? What kind of specials y'all running next year? Or, you know, what kind of advertisement are you doing? What kind of, how much you paying for your chicken, your chicken wings over there, Popeyes? You know, I love do that. Yeah. I would love to know that. So, mm-hmm. I, I, I get that that bothers the crap out of me, man. To Go over there, pick that guy's brain, and then they gave him all kind of crap about the questions. Right? You're gonna, I mean, that that Putin guy. He he probably wrote the questions out. I mean, yeah, Tucker Carlson couldn't ask whatever he wanted to because I'm sure he probably would have not made it out of there alive. They would have found some reason to put him in prison. Um, but no, I mean, I, I like the idea of, I want them to be close to our enemies. What do they say? You know, I said it, you'd be, you know, keep your family, friends close, but keep your enemies even closer. Mm-hmm. I want to know what's going on over there. But one thing in the business side I was super cool to see was the mcdonald's justin i don't know if you knew this and in the, f- the franchise side like 30 years ago they opened the first mcdonald's and how cool was that we opened a mcdonald's there
2: there's a mickey d's in russia
0: a mic- yeah. in, in yeah. moscow and they showed yeah. it lines around just like hey do you want to talk about let's be friends i mean come on you're opening mcdonald's over there um i mean they shipped a lot of vodka over here i'm sure so now we're shipping some mickey d's over there so yeah. that's pretty cool but you know in 2022 they closed it down and an entrepreneur over there bought all their locations and kind of renamed them. And I I want to say it's called Tasty It Is or Tasty I Am or Tasty Something. Tasty
1: something. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: yeah. crazy. And it's so, you know, if you watch Tucker Carlson, go watch all his clips. He went into that McDonald's. He ordered, like, fr- large fry, a large soda, two cheeseburgers, and a chocolate cake. Yeah. And then he went outside and tasted it. First, off, I want to say it was $7. So Holy you paid s- attention to that. Yeah, I'm 100% yeah. business yeah. size. Yeah. How much are they paying? Because you think over at Russia, they're paying a lot of money.
1: Yeah, but or man. It's double what we're paying. Yeah,
0: but no, no, $7. And he tasted, he said, these fries are great. And you know, there's a lot of stuff that they're not allowed to use over there, like chemicals and, and yeah. stuff. And he said, yeah. these, these are great. Flavors. And then the burger, he said, it's unbelievable. You know, the <laughs> chocolate cake looked great. And it was cool though, because it was. I was like, man, that's the insight that I didn't get to see. Then you go watch all the other clips, you know, Starbucks. They they shut down all the Starbucks. They made them shut down because all these, you know, they put all these tariffs on stuff and you know, they, they, they stopped everything that can been shipped over there with everything that's going on with the war. But so Starbucks was closed down and now it's opened up as stars. And they use the same logo. <laughs> that's
1: that's crazy. what's why.
0: That's what's crazy, because what yeah. is Russia gonna do? go you know, use Starbucks. I yeah. can use whatever I want to. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I'll bomb you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it, it's crazy to me. But then the last thing is business. They went to a grocery store, and Toko Carlson said, "Let's go to this grocery." And it was a beautiful grocery store. I mean, the, every, the streets were nice. I mean, I, yeah, it, was, it was cool. And I'm thinking, you know, Russia's in a war. They're saying they're going broke. They're saying they're putting all this stuff on them. They're they're not letting them export their oil. All kind of stuff that the media is telling us and our federal government's telling us. Well, they went to the grocery store, and he he shopped for a, for like a, a week's worth of food for four days. Mm-hmm. He bred cereals, ho hos, all kind of stuff. Then they had Gillette Razors. They had Snicker bars. Like M&M's. I'm like, how you do they get You can't have
2: McDonald's, but you can have Snickers.
0: But they're and, not supposed to get that M&Ms. stuff. We're yeah. supposed to be mean to them. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed because you're bombing Ukraine, so we're not doing anything for you. No, but we're going to still send you Snickers. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy to me. He did all the shopping. Guess how much his bill was? It's $500 here at Walmart. $100. $107. His buggy was full. How does that happen? I don't know. Uh, it's not my question. I mean, I, I, I know why it happens, right? I know. And but that's what
2: you're paying attention to. I'm that's, paying that's attention to the
0: business side, yeah. the franchise side, the how much it costs to do that. And I want to know what they're doing over there. I, cool. I, I, I want to know. What do you think? So you did see it. Awesome. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. I did. Yep. Good job. I loved it, though. It's fun.
1: Yeah. So I have to kind of piggyback off of that one. Yeah. So, with all this crazy information coming at us that we're being fed on the national media, such as California wanting to hike up their minimum wage to $50. Yes, and all of these um, tax increases that Biden wants to push down to small business owners for corporate tax of 28%. Um, How do you keep going? Why? (laughs) And do you just consider, man, this is so deep, dreary, Mm-hmm. Ugly, depressing. Let's just sell it all and live off
0: what the we have. Yeah, Me and you talked about that the other day at Disney. And um, it is hard, Kim. It, I mean every day it feels like a new day comes that it's like I say this walking into the fog, it's like there's it, all this hard work that I did, the American dream that we did. I, I want to take that back. I'm sorry. It's not I, it's we as a company did. I mean we started a Quiznos with me first, mm-hmm. you second, and then had hired our first employee to a 1,000 employees. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what our payroll is. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what our corporate payroll is. It's unbelievable, I'm sure. And that's that was the American dream, and that's the dream that I was born with. That's the yeah. desire I was born with, and that's what kids were born with. That's why you didn't need a college education, because if you really worked hard and wanted it hard enough and put in the hours, you can have it. You know, anybody can. And you still can, but it's just way harder Mm -hmm. because of those reasons. $50 an hour, there's nobody that really works for us that makes minimum wage, you know, besides a 16-year-old person that might be coming in or a brand-new 17-year-old that's going to be a hostess that has to stand up there and smile and say hello. And they don't make that much longer because they get a a bump up pretty quick when they prove that they're going to show up to work and be nice to our people. And, and and I I don't understand that fifty dollars I don't know how you pay for that people they don't understand this and and some people don't they're gonna your, your burger now there is gonna be crazy and that's why inflation's happening so much because our payrolls have increased um and and business has not because people the more you 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 pay in that you're increasing in pricing. And now the transactions are going down because people can't go eat out as much because everything's costing more. Everybody can it's hey, It can cost more. Well, yeah, you pay everybody more. It's going to cost more. Everybody has to make people think small business owners are just making crazy amounts of money. They yeah. think we make like 40 cents on every dollar.
1: Yeah. No, the right.
0: small, the true <laughs> small business owner really. I did this look into what makes about seven percent at the end of the day. Yeah, 7% at the end of the day, every small business. Now I'm not talking about AT&T on mobile. Those are we're all stupid here. If we think those aren't corporate driven by the, the government, yeah. they got their hands in it somehow. Right. But small business owners, shout out to all you guys. Keep working hard. Keep fighting because it's more than just the money. It's a dream. And that's what makes me keep doing what I want to do, Kim. It's just the dream and the passion of changing people's lives and building a culture and building, and proving to my kids and every youth, every young person. Justin did a study the other day and told me that on our YouTube channel, uh, average age is 25 to 37 or whatever it Ish, is. Yeah, yep. Somewhere yep. close to yep. that. And to me, that's great because that's young people out there really dreaming and wanting harder, you know, to work hard. And, and yeah, Kim, I, I want to give up every day. Because yeah. I feel like every day I get up I get punched in the face with some kind of regulation that I can't control. Mm-hmm. But the profits that we make, I mean, we're not buying you know crazy stuff. We're investing in new stores. You got them on our chart now. We're trying to open two new stores and we're fighting interest rates. We're fighting the cost of construction. You know, sales aren't going up that high as what everything else is. Um, I, I just hope there's smarter people that get in the federal government one day and realize how important small business is to the world and how many people we employ and how, how they really need to pay attention to what's happening to us. Every day I get up and see a social post where another small business is closing.
1: Yeah. And I never
0: used to see that three years ago.
1: I know. It ma- It almost makes you think, is the American dream gone? It, is that what we're facing because I can't see the same two kids that started at Quiznos yeah. starting in today's world no, with interest rates at 9% and and what everyone's facing to get into a small business with all the regulations and all the increased taxes. I just can't see them having the same opportunities we did. Even though we say this is a free world and a free country, I don't know that they could – going back to our 20 year old selves i don't know that we would have the same opportunities no, to be honest
0: i said i got emotional with my cancer i'm going to get more emotional with that because that's a damn shame yeah and and you're true kim i don't know if somebody that if 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 somebody at our age at 26 decided to roll the dice and go down there and save every penny they can to open their first business whatever it is and make it
1: yeah you know,
0: because it, it's hard. It's like the, the cards are stacked against you. Back then, it was it was how good you were negotiating the lease. Yeah. How good are you about hiring people, running good food cost, and paying attention to your business, and working hard, mm-hmm. and being there. Like, be there. Don't be an absentee. You can't be an absentee dad, and you definitely can't be an absentee owner. Yep. If not, bad stuff's going to happen to everybody. So it's it's sad. Yeah. Because I don't feel like it, I feel like it, it is almost impossible now. It's hard for us, and look at the experience that we have, and look at the clout we have, look at those brands on that wall. I mean, look at the sales volume we have, and it gets harder and harder every day. And but you know, um, I, I don't want to give up on the America dream.
1: No, me neither. I don't want but to. That's so just I, sad. It's I mean, just
0: I want to do something that changes the world. You know, yeah. and I and I, you know, well, that's th-
1: the whole reason for this podcast, right? That's the whole reason we sit on these yeah. microphones to encourage. And I know I brought us down for a minute, but really, we're here to encourage and not allow that dream to slip by. Don't let it don't, don't let, let it, it. We're, we're, And
2: we're given the playbooks, the things to pay attention to the, the hardships, the losses, the to what you need to do if you decide to take that leap. We want you to take the leap, but do it responsibly. And hopefully there's some nuggets we can give you to. Put those cards back in your court because you yeah. made a great comment. The cards are stacked against you right now. That doesn't mean don't do it and there's not some some plays to run.
0: Yeah, yeah. it means it's just going to be a little like bit different, a different game plan, right? Yeah. It's like you're going against a bigger monster than just yourself because that's what it's starting business is really just yourself, how how challenging you go be to yourself. So, but no, I don't think it's over. Um, I do think about selling, you know, a half, but I don't think we will because I don't know. We're built differently, Kimber. Let's end on a positive note. That's just who we are.
2: Oh, yeah. We see no challenges,
0: doubt. we run to them. That's the herd mentality, and, and, and um, I don't know. You ran for school board. We talk about that all the time to make a difference, and you struggle with that because it's it's po- political, Absolutely. right? And but uh, at these days, these politicians. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't want to go there. It's just I don't know who to trust, who to believe, who to watch, what news is lying to me, who's giving me this fake information, all what they're all ran by corporate greed. And when you say corporate greed, it's not just the corporate; it's about money mm-hmm. and power. That's what they're ran by. Until this world gets figured out and understands who's already rich and who's not rich, if you're already rich and you're running for a position, I don't know—are you trying to get richer, or what's the purpose? If you're not—if you're poor and you're running a position, are you just trying to get money in your pockets from these corporate people? And watch how they vote. Pay attention to those things. Pay attention what they're voting for. You know. So, but the American dream—we're going to keep hoping it's happening.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, any more?
2: I've got yeah. one more okay. for you. Yeah, yeah. So you're coming up, you've got twenty-five plus years experience. You're coming close to a hundred thousand shifts work. I wanna hear about your best shift as a manager. And your best shift as a
0: CEO, man. Out of all of those, so we're in a good positive note <laughs> like, here. Yeah. So <laughs> you did it some years. I'm not that old, um, but <laughs> hey, ships, um, ships, not yet. <laughs> let me think about yeah. that. So I, I go back to yeah. this, and this is a highlight for me, real quickly. Open Beaumont Buffaloes, manage it every day. Open Lake Charles. The week, the day we opened, I was at a corporate event. I had to go to. I was on the fact board, so I was required to go to this conference. The first day we opened, Kim calls me like freaking out. There was a flip phone. Like, hello. You need to get back. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, "It's so busy, it's a line out the door." I, well, is Andreas and at that time I had a partner. Is Raj there? He's like, "Yeah, but they don't know what the, Andreas is in the kitchen, get dude, and Raj is walking around." I don't know. We <laughs> need some help. And I was like, "Okay, I'll come back. I'll come back." And I flew back the next morning, and I got there a little bit after lunch. And I remember walking in, and Kim was there, like, "Help, help!" Yeah. And there was a line in the kitchen it was super long. And that was the day we did the old, uh, paper tickets. And Andreas said, "I'm so glad you're here." I said, "Get out front. I'll run the kitchen." And I used to love those days. They yeah. called it Superman. You know, I used to say, yeah. okay, everybody stop. Don't do anything unless I tell you, because you're the quarterback, right? And you're calling the play right there. And, man, it took me a couple hours to get all those tickets down. And then I walk out I was like, oh, got me a Coke. And uh, I said, hey. Kim was like, oh, it's good, it's good. It's, I'm so glad you're back. It's a little comfortable. And then 30 minutes later, Chris, I need you back in the kitchen. Superman days. Those were the awesome. And there was many a days that, that had to happen at our stores. But that I remember because Kim was, like, freaking out. Because back then, I mean, our Buffaloes, was our Beaumont didn't do that. It was doing okay because it just opened. And then, but like, Charles just... So this off. changed your company. It changed, this changed it everything. It was it was yeah, life changing. Sure. Kim prayed every business we opened. Kim prays over it. She paid prayed extra on that one. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: that <was laughs> the and then yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, and I still love those. Y'all don't let me go in the kitchen. First off, I don't know how to work the KD units. I'm used to the paper stuff. I'm not an IT guy, so I hit them too much or back up. I don't know. <laughs> so um, now I just clean uh-huh. tables and open the doors. So uh, it's pretty cool. But corporate wise, CEO, I want to go back to this one. It was so special to me. The day we drove or went to Starbucks in Houston, and we opened our Starbucks for the first yeah. day, the grand opening. Y'all were all there. I was just like, "La, I mean, Kim, you laughed at it because I kept taking pictures and pictures. Yeah. For, to, a, to a kid that almost didn't graduate from high school, to a kid that didn't, uh, didn't graduate from any college, that hardly ever read a book, to own a Starbucks, to own that brand. I mean, me and Kim had that quiz nose in the first quiz, and that Starbucks opened out. I was like, how do you get that? That drive dude was always busy. I'm like, I want that. And now I got that. My hard work and the American dream, right? Yeah. And just to own that iconic brand, but not only for that, for myself, but for this company. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, um, aspire to be. I didn't tell you all this. Uh, we just hired a new business coach. Yeah. And he came in for, like, his, his onboarding and thing. Super excited to get this kid man he's gonna oversee our Houston market and all that tons of experience great background and what I don't know if I told you this Kim over lunch I should have told you this and you know he was watching the Starbucks on my cameras and he said you know I just will say that and I told him how important Starbucks is to us and all the brands are too important he goes you know how cool it is he said I was telling people who I'm working for I said I'm being a business coach over Buffalo Wild Wings and Starbucks (laughs) and he said they were like Starbucks how did y'all get a Starbucks so it it, yeah. it to that to me as a CEO Justin yeah. I feel like it, it puts our brand out there aspire to be and and we get asked that all the time people are like how did even banks do that how would you get a Starbucks because yeah. not everybody is able to get into one so it's a blessing for me but for right. me and Kim for where we came from go back and look at our past you'll be blown away too um and we own we, – our our company aspire to be owns a Starbucks yeah, yeah. coolest Wonderful. thing ever That's coolest. Awesome. I'm just still, I'm still excited. I think I'm going to go drive over there and give me a Starbucks right now. <laughs> From my own Starbucks. Because <laughs> I Let's still go. take pictures with those <laughs> machines. What do we yeah. call those machines? The they're maser- like Lamborghinis. Yeah, like the Maseratis, Maseratis yeah. of coffee yeah. machines. Yeah. Y'all seen those things it's when you go in there? Those little, they're, 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 man, those things are expensive. <laughs> yes, but they are. And I make, I make sure we polish ours. Yes. Go to a corporate Starbucks, they're not as polished like ours. We polish those things with chrome. It's like you're like a, black, like a Lamborghini or a Maserati. Thank you. That's thank good you. Good start. question. Good question. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that kind of concludes all our questions. I had fun here, here guys.
0: Yeah. I can't wait to pay y'all back. Uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, about that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely going to ask you a political question and a workout <laughs> question. Nice. <laughs> and Justin, I'm definitely yeah. going to ask you some ChatGTP questions. Okay. And some let's stuff. Get it. Yeah. So, but yeah. thank you, guys. Appreciate it. It was fun today.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I, I know our listeners out there really enjoy getting a deeper dive into your brain and, I, I see people ask you all the time, hey, can we have coffee? I want to pick your brain. So just thank you for answering these questions really raw and true and and helping those out there that you touch. Uh, we really appreciate your leadership and what you do here at Aspire to Be. So, hey, guys, if, again, if you have not subscribed to our podcast, Please go right do. now and hit that subscribe button and if you like this episode hit that thumbs up and let us know and yep. uh we really appreciate send you send
0: some comments too if you have any more questions for any of us because we can especially we'll be interviewing these two here in a couple weeks yep and if you got, if you send a question i'll ask one of them and if you have a question for me make a comment i'll answer it that's
1: you right know? so that's right Yep. so yeah so god bless and yep. peace out yeah thank right. you guys thank you. appreciate
0: you.